everyone and welcome to episode 8 of the We Talk podcast, the podcast where we talk about games. Yes, I'm your host, Niall Edwards, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Curtis Russell. Curtis How you doing? Russell. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? How's your week? Uh, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah, um, there's been a lot right. of stuff going on, um, and some personal stuff as well, but uh, a lot of gaming stuff's happened that I uh, yep. can't wait to crack into. I've also yep. been watching a, like, a lot of TV, because that new... Disney Plus came out. I was going to jump into it, but I'm kind of just really hyped for the Witcher Netflix series. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait Ooh, yeah. a little bit because it comes out in December. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. been playing a little bit of The Witcher 3 on PC. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm all Witchered out right now. So I'm really hyped <laughs> for it. It's um, it's Henry Cavill, isn't it? The guy that's playing uh, Geralt? Yeah. 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 Damn, that's gonna be so cool. He looks good. Looks good. It, lo- it looks legit. He suits the part really well. I've seen some stuff on Instagram. I don't think I've seen a trailer for it yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm definitely going to check it out when it comes around. We could even talk about it on this podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, do you want to crack into the news then? Let's do it. Right. First thing to talk about. We talked about this briefly in our last episode. I think mm-hmm. there were rumors about it. But uh, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 both got announced at BlizzCon, and everyone instantly forgot about the Hong Kong thing, basically. Right. And, I mean, what was what else was, was Blizzard supposed to do? I mean, your back was basically against the wall. You had to announce something that big at your, your convention because last year was just an absolute uh, travesty. <clears throat> oh, it was terrible. And then with the whole BlizzCon, um, the whole Hong Kong thing happening... Mm-hmm. It was definitely a case of... Because obviously they had Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 planned before this. But I wouldn't be surprised if one of them was going to be at BlizzCon and the other was meant to be maybe at E3 next year. Mm-hmm. And then they sort of, after the backlash, they sort of went, okay, this needs to be massive. Let's just yeah. announce both now. But um, they're both looking very good and they're both good game franchises. So it's right. it's definitely exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, right, uh- Diablo 4's... Sorry, go on. Oh, yeah. Diablo 4, great thing you was about to talk about it. Diablo 4, the gameplay we've been seeing of Diablo 4 has been kind of the same area. So I'm pretty sure, like, trying to kind of touch, about, touch on what you were talking about. You know, you said they probably had one for E3 and probably had one for BlizzCon. I'm pretty sure that maybe at some point they were like, okay, let's do both of these at once. Try to Try to get back into the hearts of our fans. And... Let's really polish up Diablo, like one area of Diablo, and just have people play that and play some of the new classes because it, it's yeah. crazy that they they said that the game is nowhere near a release date, but there's a section of the game that's pretty well polished. Yeah, it does. I, I do get that sort of vibe from it, and that's it's um. It, it looks a lot more like Diablo two than Diablo three, right? Which is like a very it seems kind of like a weird move, but I'm not sure what the fan reception was like on Diablo 3. Mm. And so maybe, was that like not liked as much by fans? So they pivoted? Uh, it was um, it, it was a lot like the, the Borderlands 3 situation. You had some people that really liked it, and then you had some people that just didn't really like it that much. Uh, I think the thing with Diablo 3, I love Diablo 3, I love playing it on my Switch, but... I think it was a little bit more cartoonier and a little bit more dumbed down. And I think that's why people didn't like that. But I played Diablo 2, and yeah, you're right. It has a little bit more of that darker feeling to it. So I'm really excited to play it and kind of get 
that more Diablo 2 feeling back again. And of course, they would go back to kind of what made this gaming franchise great. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, I've not played a Diablo game before, mm-hmm. but I, I have played Overwatch, and I was a massive fan of it back in 2016, I think it originally came out. And yeah, I poured in, like, like, yeah, and I think I've got, like, I, I don't know the exact number, but I've got a lot of hours in that game. I absolutely loved it, and, like, it was pretty much, it was one of those things where, like, every night after school, me and my mates would all get on it, and we'd play for just hours on end every single night, because it was just... It was the game of our group at school, and we'd just play it all the time. Each of us had our own like playing style and our own mains, mm-hmm. and that game was there was so deep and so many different things to it that were just so incredible and so fun that it was something that we could we didn't really get bored of for a long, long time. And then, obviously, with Overwatch being on Switch now, I went and replayed it recently. I didn't play it on Switch, but like given it's like the similar thing you've done with The Witcher, where now that it's out on Switch, you've gone back to it on PC. I went back yeah. and replayed it on PS4 a fair bit. And it's still great. Like it's still, it's not one of those things that's like you loved it at the time, but then in in just the shoe, in just a few short years, gaming's caught up to it, and it's not as revolutionary anymore. Like it's still an incredible game to play. Like it's still so so much fun. I'm really surprised that they actually did go with the Overwatch too. I thought Overwatch would just be a game that would just be consistently um, covered and and updated, and but no, you're getting a brand new game. Um, and I heard some of the developers talk about how. If you had Overwatch 1, you can upgrade, I think, I, I guess your characters can upgrade or something like that to, like, what Overwatch 2 is like. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, and th- there's also cross-play as well. Like, if you've got Overwatch, you can awesome. play with people on Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. That's, like, so it begs the question, how different is it going to be? And part of me thinks that it's going to basically be Overwatch, but they're re-releasing it so that they can put it out on the PS5 and Xbox Scarlet next year as well. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure, I'm not sure when about the release date it is, but it's gonna be, it, it's gonna come out on those, like definitely. definitely. And so maybe it's a sort of thing where they're just doing, okay, we'll call it Overwatch Two, but really it's just like an enhanced port for the right. next generation. Right. But um, th- there's a whole th- that thing is there's a whole dedicated story mode as well. So that's like, that's definitely what the big change is gonna be. So I, I, I think that's cool. where they're headed with it, just because that's insane that they've just added a whole new mode to the game that's so pivotal right and they didn't have a story mode before right no there was no no there was pretty much no offline mode you could do like practice with bots but that was about it i think it's a good move from blizzard to put a story mode in there because i think people people get have gotten so attached to their own characters and those characters so i think it's great to actually put you know voice act i know they have voice acting already but put like an honest performance and really give these characters their own character you know what i'm saying uh in a story yeah absolutely you kind of get what i'm saying so i think that's i think that's really awesome i really i didn't know that this is my first time hearing about that actually yeah so um it, it, that's that's something that's really cool and definitely gonna uh, excite a lot of people yeah world of warcraft got a um i think got a uh got another a new expansion on top of that too so they were rolling out the big oh. guns during their conference yeah, but what I feel like the big issue with Blizzard at the moment is it is it's just names. Like it's just they've got no big new franchises. Overwatch was obviously a big thing, oh, and true. it was a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. But like it's it's all Overwatch Two, Diablo Four, updates of Warcraft. It's all just their existing IPs that they're yeah. building upon. And I'd love to see them do something really new, but I'm not sure 
whatever they would do, I'm not sure how new it would end up being. Because mm-hmm. I, I just get the feeling that it might... They don't seem like they're the most creative of companies. Like, they've got a few creative things, but, like, every, like I was saying, everything they do builds on the last thing, so I don't think they do anything too revolutionary and unique, which is a big thing this week was Ubisoft. Like, there was a thing from there where every game that their developers pitch... They have to have a unique element and something that's never been done before for it to be greenlit. Yeah, and that's just—I feel like that's the sort of creativity that Blizzard are lacking a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't seen anything. There, but... Yeah, we haven't seen anything like that from Blizzard uh, so far. It has just been a lot of updates and new games coming from the same franchises. I mean, even Hearthstone's kind of getting something new too. So it's, but these these company—I mean, these game series though are so successful also not trying to play devil's advocate or anything just trying to you know state the obvious like diablo world of warcraft overwatch of course um they are so successful so i don't i don't know maybe maybe we might see something maybe for next generation for blizzard maybe something brand new but i know inside in-house they're having a lot of issues anyway they got you already know they got rid of a Bungie with destiny and all that stuff so it's like it's it's a lot for for activision blizzard right now so i don't know hopefully we do get some new ips from them soon yeah that that, that's definitely something i'd look forward to and if they were to do something brand new i would be all over it in a heartbeat because i do love a lot of what that company does obviously the whole hong kong thing wasn't great but Mm -hmm. in terms of games and the games they make Usually their stuff is pretty good. So oh, yeah. if they were to do something brand new, a lot of people would be all over that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So let's just hope there's something soon. <laughs> uh Smash Ultimate has now become the best selling fighting game of all time. Uh, That's amazing. Incredible. And it's only it's been less than a year. Yeah. Less than a year. It sold fifteen point seven million units. And uh, that's just pure people just know that's just the franchise being consistent over a decade and and more. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Like, I remember playing it on N64. Melee's probably my favorite Smash. And it's just absolutely crazy. Uh, It's like ever like and don't get me wrong. We have some classic fighting games out there and you're saying like over like the original street fighter the original mortal Kombat, like a lot of heavy hitters yeah it's sold more than some of the most recognizable names in gaming like you could go up to someone on the street and be like do you know what mortal Kombat is and they'd be like yeah and so the fact that this like is now more recognizable than that is just like of course it's gonna be like it's smash bros but at the same time it's like it's like Nintendo's sort of been, since the Wii U, they've sort of been seen as the underdog, and now it feels like they're finally clawing their way back into the top. And ever since Breath of the Wild, they've been sort of, they've been back in a big mm. way. But this is just one of those things that really shows it. And like, wow. Your your statement there, it's funny you say that, because I, I had a conversation with my friend two day, three day, three days ago, and we were both, we just kind of agreed like, Switch is probably the best console. Like it really is. It, it's yeah. it's not. We know it doesn't have the power or anything like that, but it's just the games and the accessibility, and it's it's just so good. It's just so good. And I, I and then really, the fact yeah, go ahead. And then then the fact that all of those games 
a portable, and it's not like the 3DS thing where like mm-hmm. you get like oh a 3DS port of a game, and it's usually a different game. Right, like, they've made like a top-down version or something like that. Like it's actually the the full console game portable. Like I was playing a uh, Pokemon at a pool match earlier, just that, mm-hmm. and it was like, and it was like. It's the, it's a big step. Like obviously, Pokemon's usually a handheld franchise, right? But like having the console version of it on this small, tiny machine, it's something that people look at and they go, "Oh wow!" And people ask me questions about it, and it's just it's insane that this is now a thing that can happen. And I, it's going to be so exciting to see what Nintendo do after the Switch as well. Yeah, like that's the big. Where did they go from here? Uh, where, wow, what a question. I am not ready for. Um, <laughs> where do you go after the Switch? Because the Switch is so much better than the Wii U. And mm. it's like just the perfect, it really is an the ideal console, ideal console right now. And it's like you've seen Nintendo grow from the GameCube up to the Switch. And you just see them kind of take a different route and not really worry about the power and not really worry about really getting involved with the, with the, with the console war, I guess, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, where do they go from here? Maybe make a more in short term, make a more powerful switch. I guess you could do that maybe because we've, yeah. we've heard the rumors of like a pro switch, but uh, that didn't come to fruition. We got the, the switch light, which you rate highly well. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and I, I think the Switch Lite is a good idea. I don't, like, it's, they're just making all the right moves, Nintendo. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I agree with you. Like, I think the best way, the best thing that they could do from here is sort of do the Switch, but have it maybe even, like, the same sort of level of power of, as the Xbox One. Like, I don't think, if, if if it comes out next year, I don't reckon it'll be the same as, like, the PS5 and the Scarlet. Like, I don't think they can do that yet. Mm-hmm. But... I reckon within the next year they could make one that's as powerful as the PS4 and Xbox One. Like that'd be insane. And then maybe yeah. this is thinking really big, but a Red Dead Two port might follow if they can get that power. It, and having Red oh, Dead Two on the go, that's an insane thought. Right, and it's like you can get the I, I don't know after getting the Witcher on there and actually making making it work. You can yeah. get you should be able to get a few things on there. And Skyrim and Doom and all of these things I, that are taxing, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that Red Dead Two on Switch would be too much of an impossibility. Like I do, I do think it can happen. And um, it's just come to PC, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure. Right. But, oh like, man, that'd be that. I, I just that'd be insane. I'd love that so much. But uh, Smash Ultimate, best-selling fighting game of all time. That's really incredible. It's outsold. It's outsold all fighting games in like ten months. That's That's, mental. That is crazy. I think it's. You know what? I really do think the internet has a wonderful element on games, or it can have a wonderful element on games when it comes to something like this in this kind of situation, because. I think it's just been traveling that people just love this game, and everybody's just going out and buying it. Yeah, well, if you've got a Switch, you've got to have Smash Ultimate. Like, I think everybody that has a Switch has a yeah. Smash Ultimate. Yeah, they, surely, surely. Yeah. Like I haven't played it in who, months, but I have it. Yeah, I play it pretty week. I reckon every, like, at least two, three times a week. But uh, my mate who hasn't hold, who hasn't owned a Nintendo console since the Wii, mm. he's getting, he's hoping to get a Switch sh- sh- soon, very soon, mm-hmm. and um, he he. The, 
the games he said he's getting are like Smash Ultimate, Splatoon, and I think he said Doom or something. I don't know. I can't quite remember. But just like, those three games like, alone are just awesome. Like Splatoon yeah. is such an original concept that blows my like. That is the most. I don't think people talk about that game enough. Oh no, it's, it's one of my favorites on the Switch, and it just I, I it, it gets a lot of love, but I don't think it quite gets the love it deserves. No, and just. I love Splatoon 2 so much. It's it so good. So and the graphics good. on it. It's so good. The graphics on it are weirdly incredible. Like, it's yeah. a very cartoony thing. Yeah. Like, all the ink and the water just looks mm-hmm. really crisp and just so, so good. It's it's amazing, the, the concept of it. It's so new. It's so fresh. I like the I like the I like the dialogue in it. It's like, oh, are you are you yeah. inking me? It's like that's <laughs> because y'all squids. That's that's kind of funny. <laughs> One of the most popular videos on my channel is me reacting to the Splatoon 2 trailer, the like the story one that came out like in must have been like May of 2017. And it's wow. when I'm like a little eleven year old boy. And it's just it's the cringiest thing I've ever seen. But everybody but watched I can't it. Yeah, and I can't bring myself... Like, all of my po- most popular videos are from, like, the time that I hate myself the most. Ooh. So, like, I've got one that's got, like, a thousand views, and it's just a squeaky-voiced me mm. talking about some Pokemon Direct that never happened. It's oh, awful, goodness. but it's got, like, a thousand views. I hate it. <laughs> I want to delete it, but I can't. It's so you bad. You want to keep those views on the channel. and yeah, Exactly. I got you. Yeah. You could unlist it, though. Yeah, but still, like... That sort of seems shit. I, okay, right. Everyone who's watching this, please go and watch that video. I'll leave it in the link in the description. Yeah, we'll give you a few weeks to watch it. Because then it's, it's gone forever. It'll yeah. be gone forever by, <laughs> by 2020. Right, by it's the start of the new decade. I'm wiping it clean. That video's gone. Okay. Cool. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Smash Ultimate, best-selling game of all time. Nice. Very well-deserved. Nice. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, back in a few months ago, probably six months ago now or something, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer was released, and it was not good. I don't think we talked about it on this podcast, but that design, Jesus Christ. That was bad. It looked like just a dude in a Sonic suit. Yeah, and then they made, if you go on Amazon, you can find merch for it. And there's this, like, silicon mask that's got the old Sonic the Hedgehog head. Yeah. And it looks just, it looks like something from, like, in The Simpsons where <laughs> someone's had, like, a hallucination or a dream. And it's, like, Matt Groening's purposely come up with really, like, messed up stuff. It looks like a, a Simpsons parody of Sonic. I know exactly it's... what you're talking about, and you're pretty well on the head with that. That's funny. I've not seen that description before, but that yeah. that's... Seems perfect. I think I've just invented something there. It's it's it really like... it is really funny though. It is pretty like it's pretty ugly looking. And, and like that's like a like now that they changed it, like that's like a collector's item now. Like a serious yeah. collector's item if you get that. <laughs> and then also also the film with the original Sonic model is out there somewhere. Like that exists. And if right. we ever get that release, like that there's talk of them releasing the the original movie with the original Sonic on like the Blu-ray release. It had come with that as well, just mm-hmm. so you could see the progression. And I'd be interested to see how much of the movie actually changed when they introduced the new Sonic, because a lot of the stuff in this trailer, like the scenes that are in both versions, yeah. they've changed it and the tone is different. And it seems like an entirely different movie almost mm-hmm. from the original trailer. 
Because right. if you don't know, they re-released the trailer this week or did a new trailer this week mm-hmm. um, with a new redesigned Sonic that looks, dare I say, incredible. It is like, really, good. really good. It's really good. I really like it. Do I think it helps out the movie? I still think the movie is going to be not that good. I think it's just going to just... It might get the, oh, finally a, new, a real Sonic movie itch, but I don't, I don't think the movie is going to be good, to be honest with you. I I kind of disagree because some of the things in this trailer I thought were genuinely funny, mm-hmm. like the bit where the bit where the the guy goes, "Oh, this is the worst thing is describing a joke," but I'm going to do it anyway. The bit where the guy goes, "Like, oh, how are you not dead?" and Sonic just goes, "I have no idea." Like that cracked <laughs> me up for some reason. <laughs> no, and I think because... it's funny. I do think it's funny. It's just it's a video game movie, and I don't think it's going to be that good. I just. I just don't have hope for video game movies. I'm just like I feel uh, like I feel like the key difference is it's not based on a video game story. Like it uses a character from the game, but it's made its own story. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah. I, I think oh, maybe don't get me started work. on that. I mean, you've you've probably seen my status on Facebook. I was like, hold on, he said from another planet. It's like, but Sonic's from Green Hill Zone, or he comes from Green Hill Zone because he's not from Green Hill Zone, but. Um, and that's on the South Island. That's on Earth. What are y'all talking about? Yeah, but there, there's also some versions where he from another planet, uh, another planet. But like, I, and, and I've always had an issue with the 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 Sonic being from a different planet thing. Yeah, because he's a hedgehog. It, 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 even in the game, they don't have hedgehogs on Mars or something like. Yeah. They, even in the even in the games, like they don't go to other planets either. They might go to other yeah. dimensions, but other time periods. But yeah, they don't. They don't. They've never really traveled outside of. No, they traveled outside of Earth, but they've stayed in like our atmosphere. I really was trying to get my science right there. I did not want to say anything else. <laughs> I was really trying to get it right. Uh, the comments are gonna eat you alive, dude. They were gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you know about games, but don't know about freaking science, loser." <laughs> <laughs> so there was. I yeah, had a science test this up. week, huh? But uh, I had a science test this week, and it was no good. <laughs> um, I got a yeah. science test. I got a geology test test on Tuesday. <laughs> a geology test. Geology, you know, you know the Earth and and stuff. So what's the Earth? What is the Earth? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing the the. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Earth. I feel is, like I've really put you on the spot. You did. Here. Like I'm just like, what is the Earth? I'm like home. I don't like, <laughs> <laughs> this like, is turning into an existential crisis now. Like this yeah, is like I'm where like, it all goes downhill. I'm, I got my soft drink right here, and I wasn't ready for that. Um, the the Earth um, is basically. You don't have to actually answer. Rock and a core in the middle. <laughs> If any scientists are watching, they're just like you. Y'all need to just get back to talking about games. <laughs> You're describing a, a fake apple. What? You, yeah, I'm an dead. apple made out of rock. I'm dead. An um, apple made out of rock. I'm dead. Uh, they exist. You can get them. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, as we were talking about earlier, it hit PC right, with an PC. absolute flop. It, Did it you was see bad. this? Yeah, so I saw buggy. It. Yeah, it's uh, I, you know what? Within a couple of weeks, it will be resolved. Um, 
I, I'm bad at this because it's it's like when it comes to games I like, I try to not pay attention as much. But if like I know if it was like Anthem or something, I'd be like, oh. But <laughs> but it's you know what it's. I feel like they did this port pretty quick. First of all, Rockstar, um, and it's coming out on their brand new launcher so i'm giving it a lot of leeway because of that now the launcher isn't the greatest the only reason why i downloaded it is because gta san andreas comes with it on pc so i was like okay cool but it's i think some of it is a launcher issue and i think some of it is just i think they i think they rushed themselves into this project so a couple more weeks i'm pretty sure iron itself out but i like the fact that people are getting a hold of mods and they're finding out a lot of things and they're doing crazy stuff with the game already. Oh, the modding community on this is going to be it's insane. Gonna be and like insane. It, it's stuff like this that always tears me up between getting a gaming PC. Because on one hand, I just love to mod the hell out of some games. Yeah. Like Red Dead Redemption Two would be perfect for mods. It would. Just like put putting like you could put in the models of the cars from GTA and just drive about yeah. in a car in Red That's Dead gonna Two. That's going to be sick. And just someone better put Austin Powers in. I'm dying for someone to to make Arthur look like Austin Powers. That Austin Powers just that incredible. is the most random thing. I I watched Austin Powers like a few like a few days ago. Like I love that movie. But why Austin Powers? Austin That's Powers. so That is I so just, random. <laughs> I just reckon it'd be insanely funny seeing him running around this like wild west world going groovy baby and just like <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, baby. So good. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. Wh- whoever does it needs to pay Mike Myers to actually voice it and, like, do all of Arthur's dialogue. Like, this oh is a fan creation, God. but they pay Michael Myers to do it. He would be... That'd that be... would be funny, because when you pat the horse, like, Arthur Morgan's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right, girl. Like, you can totally... <laughs> That's my best Arthur Morgan impression for everybody. You're welcome. No, it was great. It was it was pretty decent, right? And, I mean, it's because I'm American, yeah. so so it was, it was really easy to do. But, yeah, and then you can do, like, Austin Powell. I'm not even going to do my British one because apparently it's not that good. <laughs> so, yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, my, my Arthur Morgan impression is, um... Oh, hello, horse. How you... No, it's not anything. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> It's out on PC and people got mad about it. Right. But, um, so like I was saying, like, I'd love to get a PC just so I can mod certain games. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I would, A, ruin my experience with every game ever. Because I'd get, like, a really, like, serious game and just put Thomas the Tank Engine in it and ruin uh, right. it. It just but mess then, it all up. Yeah. And then also, <sighs> Red Dead 2 is a prime example. If I was to just to just get a gaming PC... I would have to wait, like, with games like this, it'd be, like, 12 months until it's out on PC, and then yeah. it launches buggy, and, oh, no, you've got the wrong graphics card, and you've got to swap out the motherboard and do all that, and, oh, no, that processor is wrong for this CPU. Like, I've tried doing the whole gaming PC yeah. thing before, and none of it makes sense to me. <laughs> Having said that, I've really, really, really considered, instead of next year getting the PS5 or Xbox Scarlet, just invest in like a really really good gaming pc for like 800 900 quid and just see how that goes because there's always going to be that year crossover period with a new right. console where right. things sort of come out on the ps4 and the ps5 mm-hmm. 
That's right. Only exclusives for about a year. All of the all of the Xbox exclusives also come to PC at the same time, which exactly. is a really cool thing about Microsoft. So getting a good PC would be the same as just getting an Xbox. Exactly. But I could ramp all the settings up to 11 mm-hmm. and just get the perfect version of it. Yeah. And then after like a year or two when PS when new stuff has stopped coming to the PS4, I could probably get a second-hand PS5 for quite cheap. So like I could do that and then have every so like I, I I've planned it all out in my head. I've planned out the next like three four years of my life based on getting a gaming PC. <laughs> but I'm just I'm not sure if I can do it because if one thing goes wrong, I have to tear the whole thing apart to figure out what it is, and it just stressed me out so much. Oh, I just man. don't know what to do. You just gotta you're just gonna have to just stick with it. And uh, yeah yeah, and you're just gonna have to stick with it. That's it. They are very very expensive things but when you have one like you said you know you you can you're gonna be able to play um you're gonna be able to play any uh xbox game on there and pc has its own exclusives which can yeah. be some of the best games to be honest with you so yeah i was kind of giggling a little bit because i i kind of thought i was thinking back to the austin powers dutch <laughs> the, like if dutch was like you know arthur i, I got a plan and like you got austin powers voice and he's like dutch you you always got a plan baby what if what if instead of having dutch and everyone every single character including npcs and the horses every single character is austin powers that would be that would be worth another playthrough that yeah that'd be be worth 100 i think uh jason schreier who's a writer for kotaku he uh he tweeted out he was like uh watch with with these modders on Red Dead Redemption, you're going to be riding on BoJack Horseman with Arthur Morgan. And I thought that was the funniest thing. I was like, that is so that's true. So cool. That is so true. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's um, funny. Speaking of Red Dead 2 on PC, if this is such a great podcast. Our segues are insane. Amazing. Um, Amazing. I mean, they're, they're good until I point out how good they are. And then it's really jarring to the listener and it sort of ruins the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Stasis launch lineup was revealed, and um, it, it comes with Red Dead Redemption 2, Mortal Kombat 11, three Tomb Raider games, and Just Dance 2020, and a couple of other things, but it's it's all stuff that's like a year old and on everything else, and I just, I don't care about Stadia, and it won't work, and it sucks, I and think, I hate wow. it. Wow. Uh, I mean, it, you got some big games in there, too. It's like Red Dead Redemption. It's like, what? Red well, Dead's it's been gonna out run for a year. Huh? It's been out for a year, though. Yeah, like, that's crazy. I didn't know it was coming with Red Dead off the top. That's, that's... Mm. I just... I, I, there's an, I don't think I've ever been less appealed mm-hmm. to something, like, at, like, to a gaming thing at its release. Like, even the Xbox One, I was like, okay, it doesn't look insane, but, like, it, it I, I might go in on it. Right. But... Just Stadia, I'm so uninterested. Yeah, it's because not still, it's it, not going to be for somebody like us, to be honest with you. It's just, I think it's going to have a lot of kinks, man. I think there's going to be a lot of issues with it, especially in the first couple of years. Well, I, it, it seems like it's been rushed out as well. Mm. Because at launch, you can literally, you can only do it on a Chromecast. So the whole marketing thing of it was, you can play it on your phone and your TV and your computer and you can play it on everything. You can only do it on a Chromecast at launch. Hmm. which is insane. There's 11 games on it at launch, mm-hmm. which is just... I, I guess some of them are fine, but again, they're all really old, and just... 
I don't have the... I don't want to go in on them. It costs more than it should. Because you yeah. you sign up for like a, a £10 subscription a month, but then you have to buy games on top of that as well. Wow. Which, oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought, I thought yeah, you just paid the subscription and then you were able to play whatever. Yeah, it does. It doesn't come with the games. I don't wow. think like it's like it's like having to pay ten pound a month for Steam, but then there's also hit and miss if your Wi-Fi connection's good enough to actually play the games. Yeah, and yeah, so and you just, gotta pay for that. Yeah, you gotta. So wait, so you're gonna pay sixty dollars for Red Dead, a, a freaking glitchy ver, a glitchier version, more, uh, more latency-filled version of Red Dead. Yeah. Wow. I just. I don't think it's gonna work, and may- maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm willing to say right now, if Google Stadia properly launches and it is the best thing to ever happen to gaming, mm-hmm. I will fully admit that. But I just at this point I can't see it really working. Yeah, and maybe 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 they've rushed it out so that they can have this year of it, refine it all, and then by the time the PS5 and Xbox Scarlet comes out in December or November or whenever they come out, go boom now it's put effect now it's ready do this instead of getting a console because if you add it up over two years even four years 10 pounds a month is about what you'll be paying for a brand new console yeah so maybe that's what i don't know i don't know i just if uh, this, this whole thing's so confusing my, my honest opinion my personal opinion on it is if google if google wants to combat against consoles they're going to lose either way. Either yeah, way, they're going to lose. 100%. Yeah, I don't think... I think that shouldn't even be the goal. The goal should be for people that just don't want to spend the money on consoles, which isn't a lot of people. For people that don't have a lot of time to game, which is a lot of people, but people still buy consoles. I think that's... They, yeah. need, they need to find their people to, to sell this to. Because if, you're, if you go straight after PC and you go straight after console, you're going to lose out pretty quick. So... And, and Google's talked a, a good bit of mess already. I don't know if it's kind of like just trying to just trying to get people just interested. Like it's just promotion talk, propaganda. I don't know. But yeah, if they if they do that, they're gonna they're gonna fail with this. This is gonna fail quicker than 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 just it just being laggy and you have to pay another additional fee to play games. It's, it's gonna fail pretty quick. Yeah, I want to understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, See, see what you're saying there. I just, yeah, it, I don't, I don't think it's a great idea. Mm-mm. It just seems like it's going to be a mess. But um, I don't know. We might be surprised. We both we could know. be completely wrong, which doesn't happen a lot here on We Talk. But hey, <laughs> we'll, we'll be we will sit here and be like, we were both wrong, and Google Stadia is the best thing to ever happen yeah. in gaming. Do you reckon? At any point, do you reckon you're gonna go in on it and see what it's like? Even just, even if you, even if you hear it's no good, yeah, and you just go, okay, I want to see what it's about. Uh, like, do you, do you see it happen? Uh, if somebody, if a friend has it, after I got done making fun of him, yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> just to try it. Be like, you know what? Let me see what's going on with it. See what it's what what's all the hype about. But I don't think I would ever buy one. I just don't see myself buying when I don't need the need for it. I like collecting games and having a console and a pc so i wouldn't grab it yeah i just yeah maybe i could see myself maybe getting it just to see what it's like but mm-hmm. 
I'd never get it to be like, okay, this is how I play games now, yeah. unless it turns out to be insanely good. And unless it, yeah, I don't, if it works out to be incredible, yeah, then sure. But I don't see it turning out to be incredible. Uh, let's move on to this next thing, because talking about Stadia just really bums me out. Um, the Golden Joystick Game Awards happened over the weekend, yep. which is, it's this. I think it's run by Games Radar, maybe? I might be wrong. They seem Ooh. to be like the main ones that are reporting on it. Uh, isn't is it because is joy ain't the joystick awards like a Japanese thing? Is it? I don't know, but like I'm I'm looking at the articles now and it uh -huh. seems to only be Games Radar who okay. who are reporting on it. So okay. it, I think it's something to do with them. Okay, but um that happened over the weekend. Cool. It's like it's it's not as prestigious as the Game Awards, but it's. It's one of the ones that are high up there that all developers sort of aim to be on. Right. And uh, I, I'm not sure if there's been any internet controversy over this, but I feel like there should be because it's absolutely insane what won Game of the Year. Did you see too Last much year? about this? No, this year. This year. Ooh. For 2019. For 2019, is it Apex Legends? No, it is, it is not. Is it um, Untitled Goose Game? It should have been. It was nominated. That's my thing. It was nominated, oh. Oh. and it one hundred percent should have won it, but it didn't. Ah, uh, that sucks. What what won game of the year? Resident Evil Two. Okay, Resident Evil Two, the remake. Yeah, mm -hmm. it shouldn't qualify. It, it shouldn't qualify. That is true. That is a hundred percent. It's a remake. Okay, it is a remake. It yeah. shouldn't qualify for game of the year. Exactly. It it'd be like if Legend last year. Won it, it this this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it'd be like if um Crash Bandicoot in Saint Trilogy won it, right? Like, but even then, I could see that more because of how much they changed it, and then mm. like sort of they put all three games in one. But with this, it like it, it was just a spit and polish. They barely changed anything, and like I don't see how you. It's a good game. Resident Evil Two is a good game. Yeah, but it shouldn't qualify for Game of the Year two thousand nineteen. When it's what a fifteen-year-old game at this point? Yeah, and you know with the joystick awards, every time they have a game of the year, I really don't agree with it. Anyway, I think last year it was Fortnite, so yeah. But um, so I'll, I'll read out what some of the nominations, and you can decide for yourself what should have won it. Okay. So, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Control, Disco Elysium, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Gears Five, Outer Wilds, Resident Evil Two, Sekiro. Telling Lies, The Outer Worlds, mm. and Untitled Goose Game. And that's for Game of the Year? That's for Game of the Year, yeah. Um, Disco Elysium should have won. I have... That's the first time I'm actually hearing of that. Yeah, Disco Elysium. Either that, or it's, to me personally, it's either Disco Elysium or, Sky, or Skyrim. Or uh, Sekiro. Um, thing is... Right, so so my, mine would probably be Goose Game or Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. I just I, I love both of those games so so much. I could maybe even see I've not played it, but reviews for control. I just don't think Resident Evil Two should have qualified. That I completely agree with you, and I think uh, and to be honest with you, it's a good game, but I don't know if it's as good as some some of the other games that are on there. Uh, that's a really yeah. good list. That is a really good list, and later I'll probably even after this segue I'll um. I'll tell you guys what my nominations prediction for the the game awards is, but yeah. I think 
when I look at what ge- what's and I only looked at what was going to be nominated and what game that I think should win is probably yeah yeah probably Sekiro. But I see why you say Untitled Ghost Game and Outer Worlds. I see that. And if one of them won, yeah. I'd believe I'd take it. Well, we're going to talk all about that next episode. I think we're mm. going to do our Game of the Year episode. Mm. Uh, where we talk about our own personal favorite game of the year. Oh yeah. Uh, but but do you do you want to do predictions about what's going to happen at the official game awards? So the, these aren't necessarily what our opinions are. This is what we think the result will be at the actual thing. Yeah, yeah, we we can do that. Uh, the nominations come out on Tuesday. I'll do one for the dojo, and I'll definitely do one for we talk. Perfect. It'll be perfect. Uh, I just have a prediction for the nominees right now. Like they haven't brought out the nominees yet. So if you want to hear yeah. that real quick now, um, now I'm just going to say, I said, I, I got into it with somebody on a social media platform about kingdom hearts. So I'm just going to throw it in there. Kingdom hearts three will get nominated for game of the year. I think that's interesting. A, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to disagree with that, but I bet you it will. Um, so it's okay. six, it is six of them. Is it? Nope. Nope, Curtis is Curtis is a bull faced lie. He did not put <laughs> the last one that I know. Okay, so uh Kingdom Hearts 3. And this is for the game awards for you guys that are listening. Kingdom Hearts 3. And uh the and another disclaimer before I even keep going. This is the first time I've ever said anything about my nominees list. I'll probably put it on Twitter later after this after this episode is aired, so you guys are getting a little sneak peek right now. Um so Kingdom Hearts 3, The Outer Worlds, Gears 5, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Disco Elysium, and Devil May Cry. Okay, mm. okay, I see what you're saying there. Uh, for me, I reckon, I don't think I have six, but I think I could say that depending on when they actually decided the nominations, like another being a on Tuesday, but maybe they decided for them a few weeks ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Depending on when it was, Death Stranding probably nominated. Uh, the Outer I don't Worlds, think Death Stranding makes it in the cut, though. Does it not? I, yeah, I know Smash I Ultimate didn't it. last year. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order misses it. Pokemon's going to miss it, as usual. Pokemon yeah. always misses it. And, um, yeah. Yeah, because there was Pokemon a game... Pokemon wouldn't get it anyway. Pokemon wouldn't we'll get save it anyway. that for later. We'll save that for later. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I'll take out if I took out Kingdom Hearts, I would probably put I'd probably put um control there. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably put control there. Or yeah, so, or well, or Astrial Chain there. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I forgot I played that this year. That's insane. That's awesome. But, um, it, yeah, that, that was really, really I good. Think, I don't think I finished what is, it. What do you think is going to win Nintendo Game of the Year? What won Nintendo Ooh. Game of the Year at the gold, at the gold, uh, the gold stick? What do we... Gold, joystick. Golden joystick. It was Smash Ultimate because, like, technically, it was, like, the final yeah. 30 yeah. days of 2018. So right. it just made the right. cut. So oh, think, you um, know what? Yeah. Okay. That wouldn't be my pick, though. You want to know what my pick would be? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't think you want to take a guess. I don't think you're gonna agree with me. If if you're gonna say, 
It's not the remake. It's not the. I was gonna say. I've got so many problems with that. Yeah, no. It's not that. Um, what could it be? Fire Emblem? Could it be? No. What? But that is a good guess. That is a a splendid guess. That's amazing guess. It's uh Dragon Quest Builders. Ooh. Dragon Quest. I see. I one hundred percent see that. I love it. I think it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Is it a Nintendo game though? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh damn. Cut it all <laughs> out. <laughs> Cut it all out. I am 100 percent keep that in. Oh my Nothing god. To stop me. It's it is an Nintendo oh game. God. That was smart. Yeah, it is an <laughs> Nintendo game. It I, I just thought about that. Duh. We got him. God. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! See, this is what happens I'm, when uh. See now, now I'm all delusional. Usually it's Nile, but now it's me. Yeah. God, I'm I'm caught slipping today. I couldn't answer a geology question, and now I think now I think Dragon Quest is a Nintendo exclusive. Oh Lord. That's that's my that's going in the best of <laughs> clip show that I'm putting together for the end of the year. That's one hundred. Not only is it staying in the episode, oh it's going to go at the start of the clip show, <laughs> right at the start before we oh. even do the intro. That's oh, where goodness. that's going. Oh my goodness, that was bad. That was not my most shining moment, but oh yeah, you know you now you're right. No, okay, I'll go for Fire Emblem then. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh damn. Okay. That's incredible. That's my favorite thing that's ever happened, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we were going back and forth with uh, impressions. Oh, to be fair, that was pretty good. That was be a good, good clip show when it comes out. That was pretty. That was pretty good. That was that was solid. That's why we have. A, that's why we have 140 listeners, because we just love doing this podcast. It's just fun. It's just really good fun. We got some great guys on here with some good opinions that think, you know, yeah. Dragon Quest is a Nintendo exclusive. <laughs> I think we just crossed 500 total listens to the podcast. So Amazing. That's, that's a bunch of people who've just heard you make an awful mistake. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like we try to keep it PG here with the soft drinks, <laughs> and I just soft drinks. Because you were just like, "Oh, is that it? Isn't that on multiple consoles?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I was thinking." I'm that. like, "It is." Oh my <laughs> god! What am oh, I thinking? That's and incredible. It, what else on the joy joystick awards? Uh, just quickly, everyone, please get on the socials at Cali from the JoJo. Mm-hmm, I think, and mm-hmm. um, just just okay. just bully Curtis for that, please. <laughs> please just um, destroy him. Yeah, just anything he posts. Dragon Dragon Quest building. He's having a nice day out. He's gone to the city. He's just taking photos, a cute photo of a tall building or whatever, whatever you guys <laughs> have in America, and um, <laughs> tall buildings, uh, clouds. I don't yeah. know. And just, just, just make fun of him yeah. constantly for it. I'll Never take, let him I'll live it down, banter. please. Yeah, I'll take the banter. <laughs> also talk about how man you are trash. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, there was this cool YouTube video. This is the next piece of news, by the way, guys. Great segue. Um, hmm. There was the cool video from a YouTuber I watched called, I think his name's JXE. 
And he did like a, a theory on how Minecraft could be made even better than it is already, which is a software that, similar to how like No Man's Sky works, procedurally generates just a bunch of different like new ores and mobs and even like what are they called dimensions. Yeah. Just a bunch of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he came up with it and was like it, it, no one could ever do this, but wouldn't it be cool if just it can replicate that feeling of your first night in Minecraft where you genuinely don't know what you're hiding from and up to discover? Mm-hmm. If you could just unlock that potential and have unlimited items, mobs, and dimensions in the game. Well, a bunch of people saw that video and some modders went, yeah, that would be cool. And then they did it. So there is now a mod for Minecraft that unlocks unlimited features. That's That's insane. That's cool. And that's what modding is all about. And you said procedurally generated. Procedurally generated stuff is literally just a math equation. Yeah. And what it does... Sorry, go on. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's literally just a math equation, and that's kind of what No Man's Sky was kind of bent on. So you so you you're basically saying like the the world is infinite, right? And yeah. the and what do you mean by weapons and and I know what you mean by mobs, but what do you mean by like items? Are infinite? So say that there'll be like a code, and what it will do is it'll take. A bunch of different properties in the game. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the, the the one example he came up with is that it came up with this ore called like plob or something. Mm-hmm. And instead of spawning in stone, it spawned in sand. Mm-hmm. And so there was sand with like little pink bits in like you get on the ores in Minecraft. You see like the little colored dots in the actual thing. Uh, and so it came up with like pink dots of them, which yeah. is obviously not in the game. Yeah. So it just came yeah. up with a color, came up with an item name. Mm-hmm. And so what that does is it can be crafted into a sword, and that sword, when it hits an enemy, will give that enemy weakness. Oh, wow. And oh. So, it, 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 like, so it has all its own effects when it... So it's basically just... It has all the items in the game, and it, like, smushes, like, two or three together and just makes a bunch of different things. It, so, there's so it, some takes, it basically t- t- takes the wall away from the, the yeah. game. So, like, anything... Like, you can make literally anything from anything. Yeah. Okay. And it's, like... Every time you open up a new world, it will be something brand new that you've never played before. That would be, so, that's what, yeah, oh yeah, that's, wow, that would be, that's perfect. And so, like, there was, there was one or that he demonstrated that crafted items, but it could also be used as food. So mm. that had, like, a whole new element of, okay, do I want to save all this ore that I've got to make some really powerful weapons later, or should I use it now so that I can eat food and continue, like, right now in case I accidentally die? And so it can add. It, it, it's so cool that this is now a thing. And so Minecraft. Everyone, great. go out and find these mods. That's go awesome. and find these mods right now mm-hmm. because that is. It's basically it creates Minecraft too. Basically, that's awesome. That's it's awesome. Something great, and it's free. So what have you got to lose? Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Time, time is unlimited. Yeah. Use it wisely. <laughs> um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order came out uh, two days ago when this goes out. Yeah, are are you playing that? No, I'm not. But I'm I'm tr- I'm gonna get it soon. Okay. But my issue is I've been really busy at the moment, mm-hmm. and then Death Stranding, Outer Worlds, and Pokemon Sword and Shield have all come out, and I'm trying to play them all at the same time. I just don't have space for Star Wars at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Me too. I think it's. 
I really want to play it because yeah. I've seen the reviews. The reviews are great, which is great. Like, if you guys follow me on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, you know I'm very critical of what EA does. But I always want them to, to succeed, and I want companies under them to succeed. And this Respawn is just doing it. They're, they're really, they really are making great games under EA, Respawn is. And they're a company that has made good games. So I, I'm glad that this game is getting the some praise but it looks good too yeah well that's that's the big thing about it like i i had to pick between pokemon and this and i sort of i was always going to pick pokemon but it the fact that i didn't think between in my personal opinion star wars has gone downhill a lot in recent years i don't like the new films Mm -hmm. star wars battlefront 2 was obviously an absolute mess yeah so like it made it an easier choice Mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden 9 out of 10 on IGN, 84% on Metacritic, and 9 out of 10 on Steam. And then all of my mates who've got the game say it's great. Like, it's totally taken me by surprise how much people seem to absolutely love this game. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just, I'm happy that EA have finally, in like the 10 years that they have the Star Wars license, yeah. they've finally made a good game with it. And they're not the best with license, if you look at what they did with... They made a few good... I will say this. They've made a few, maybe two or three good Harry Potter games with the license. Have they made... What what would you say those are? Okay, so I think uh, Chamber of Secrets was a really good game. Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets was a really good game. Um, I think the Quidditch World Cup was a good idea and it was a decent game it was a really good game uh not the one for game boy that wasn't that good but the one for consoles that was great and then the third one i want to say was it prisoner of azkaban that was pretty decent i forgot the third one that i really liked because at some point i stopped playing them because they got really really bad but yeah chamber of secrets critters world cup and then there's another one that i completely forgot and it was actually pretty decent. Well, I just, as someone who famously looks quite a bit like Harry Potter, I have a great disdain for the franchise mm. because I just constantly get mocked for my glasses. It's like, it's not, I don't even look like him. It's just the glasses. It is just the glasses. It. I think it is the glasses too. It is, it is the glasses. It has to I mean, be. One, I, I think it is the glasses because then I had longer hair for a little bit. Yeah. And people were telling me I look like John Lennon. So I think it's just anyone That's with hilarious. circle glasses. Yeah. I think anyone with circle glasses, it's all in the length of hair and the glasses. And then yeah. you just get compared to anyone who... It's so annoying. I mean, no, um, I, I completely get it. I, like, like I'm a light-skinned cat. So, like, I get compared to, like, Blake Griffin and freaking all these basketball players that are light skin all the time. <laughs> it's like, I don't even look like them. We just have the same skin complexion. I, oh, I was in a shopping center the other day, which uh, you guys call malls because you're all dumb as shit. And, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry. I had to come that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't mean that. Um, I was in a shopping center the other day and there was this, there was this guy. He was a dad. He must've been like 40 years old. And he was with this like, Somebody was like eight and they walked right by me, like within a few and just he just said as he walked by me, 
Harry Potter, like not even whispering it, not even trying <laughs> to hide it, to his son, trying to go, hey, hey, son, look at me bully this teenager walking past right. me. Ha, ha, ha. Aren't Harry so Potter, ha, ha, I was ha, ha. so tempted to turn around. Yes. That is so funny. And just, yeah. It's, it's so funny. wasn't funny at the time. Uh, it was, <laughs> it's not funny because it's me. I remember... <laughs> It's the the like the, the the American joke is hilarious that you did, but I, I it brought me to what I thought what I was gonna ask you last week. I was gonna ask you, my dumb, I'm so stupid. I was about to ask you like, hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> like, not a thing, Curtis. Not, not a thing. thing. That's not my thing. That's your guys's thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. Uh, so. Link's Awakening, you got more to speak on it? Yes, yes, Link's Awakening. Are you taking back uh, what you said? Um, right, so... Last last episode, I bashed Link's Awakening. I called it unoriginal, and mm-hmm. I said it wasn't innovative. It was just basically a copy and paste of the old game with, like, better graphics put on it. It was laggy. The gameplay was outdated. It wasn't fun to play. I stand by all of that, but I, I, I've rewatched my own video that I made when I went to Insomnia 65 and did like an early review of it from like the, the half an hour I got to play it. It wasn't half an hour, it was like 15 minutes, but from like the early time that I got to play it mm-hmm. and it was me praising the game and I was like, maybe I was a little too hard on it. So I went back in on it. And again, I stand by all my criticisms, but it it has some sort of charm to it that sort of made it. I I I don't know. I don't know. Like it's such. It's really conflicting me because right. I can't decide whether I love it or hate. It. Mm-hmm. So many different factors in it that are just really throwing me off. Yeah. But I kind of. I think it's all right. I am violently neutral towards it like i i don't think it's good i don't think it's bad i think it's just a game mm-hmm. it's a game that i sold but it's still a game <laughs> oh you got rid of it yeah oh, so wow. that's that's the thing i want to talk about um oh wow i and me i'm completely i'm not yeah i mean i i agreed with you but i am on the other side of things where i i like it i really like it i think it's good well i would have kept playing it the reason I sold it was because the Outer Worlds, Death Stranded, and Pokemon all came out within a short time of each Relatively other. I got close to each other, yeah, yeah. And then I got Outer Worlds and Death Stranding on the same day, mm-hmm. so it was like in the past week I've spent 150 pounds on games, so I wouldn't have been able to afford Pokemon. So I sort of thought, okay, I'll just. You are the weakest I'll, link. Goodbye. I basically, yeah, Link, literally. So I, I swapped <laughs> out Link's Awakening for Pokemon just to sort of be like, this is disposable to me because I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm probably not going to play any more of it. So it's gone because I'm 15. I, don't, I, Trading in games, as much as I'd love to start a proper game collection, I'd rather be able to play games than collect them, Afford if that them. makes sense. Yeah, you got to be able like, to afford just, them. I'd like to be able to play more yeah. than to be able to say, hey, look at all these boxes that are on my shelf. I epic. 
and yeah. then people would go, no, if you're sad, Niall, why have you taken me mm-hmm. to your house? Why am I here? Please let me out. Right. Um, so, Please yeah. Please let me out. <laughs> um, that has some, yeah, dark meaning behind it. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of those things. But um, Link's Popo. Awakening, it's fine. It's an okay game. Have you been playing any more of it? Mm-hmm. I beat it, and then I... Um... Just stop playing it. I didn't. I, but that's me with every game, so I can't be critical of that. That's me. Yeah. That's me with literally every game. I'll, I'll beat it, and then I'll be like, "All right, that's enough. I need to move on." And I and I end up moving on. So, but I, I yeah. did like it. I do like the game. I like the way it looks. There is an issue with the the um. God, I just drew a blank. It, there is an issue with the performance of the game. And that was something that you always told me, and I was like, "Well, I gotta see it." There is issues with that, yeah. but I like. I think it's a like for like of the um, of the original, but it's a remake, so it's it's doing what it's intended to do, and I, that's how I rate games. And I think it's, I think it's good. It isn't my favorite Zelda game ever. No, absolutely not. But you don't even like that, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, right. I I, I, I did want to touch upon this. Last episode, we did a segment where we answered a question from Harry Benzie, who also contacted us contacted us again since that podcast, which we'll talk about in a bit. I love but, you, um, dude. Yeah, he's, he's great. Um, I talked to him in DMs for a little bit. He was an absolute legend. Um, <laughs> but he was saying, like, oh, it just sounds like you really, really hate Ocarina of Time and Link's Awakening. Maybe you're not too much of a Zelda fan. And like, I was thinking, no, because I'm so... I, I think because I'm so much of a Zelda fan, mm-hmm. I'm going to be more critical towards it. Okay. But with the Ocarina of Time thing, I think it came across like I was saying, I hate this game, it's one of the worst games of all time. And that wasn't sort of what I was trying to get at. And re-listening to the, the segment, it did seem like that was that's what I was saying. Because well, so the question was, what is the some game, of the worst games you play? Yeah, and yeah. you brought that up. And I was like, oh my god. And I would say I'd put it in that list and I brought it up because I'm like, well, it's one of the most popular games of all time. And like average to a a little bit poor. Mm -hmm. So like it justifies being in that list for shock value more than the actual negative value of it because so conflicting to the rest of people's opinions. So I guess my gripe with it is I don't like it as much as everyone else does. But I wouldn't say it's a bad game. I'd still say I enjoyed playing it, but it just it didn't keep me in it. And I just I let go of it and I didn't mind. Like I've not played it in about three months, and I only realized two weeks ago that I'd not played it in three months. Wow. Which is wow. a big thing for that that's how I sort of judge it. Like if I can forget to play it, that means I probably don't like it too much. Yeah, and I even gave you the benefit of doubt. Maybe it's just the nostalgia feel for most people anyway. So, yeah. but I, I know if I played that game, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. This is great again. This is absolutely great. Yeah. But we'll be at each other's throat over the decade, the game of the decade. <laughs> oh, 100%. That's going to be a heater. <laughs> um, but one thing we can agree on, The Outer Worlds. I feel like this is almost going to become, like, the official game of the podcast. Oh, The Outer Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Because I bought it pretty much purely based on your review of it that you gave well thank how you. you were talking about it and how positive you would how positively you were describing it i was like okay i gotta get this you gotta so try like, your review is what massively me on it well thank you and i am i am so glad you talked about it on the podcast because i am absolutely 
loving this game. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. I think beating it and then just sitting down and then thinking that, you know what? I see what this game is. It's a game that it's short. And it, it's short because it has so many different outcomes. And the game has this replay value that it's like, okay, play it again and do things differently because there's so many different options along with the phenomenal. And you're probably seeing it now, Niall, the amazing dialogue in this game. It's probably, yes. it's been, I've never seen in like, I'm going to compare it to Fallout. There's not a Fallout game that, it, that it's the, the dialogue is as good as. Like, this is the best. This is the best that Obsidian has written, probably right next to New Vegas, because that's what they developed. But I think, like I said, I think Felix is even a character that is, he's a moron, but he's well-written and well-done. Pravati is like... Felix is so good. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Um, Ellie's good, and Pravati's great. Uh, She's just a charmer. She's great. And I, she was the first character I fell in love with. I mean, like, literally, like, she was amazing. I thought she, she was really well done. And then the game is just traditionally an amazing RPG. And it, even when you look at it, even they have some originality to it, too, right? Because you have flaws. And you can choose if you want these flaws or not. But based oh, on yeah, your yeah. game style... It's it's like like me. I kept getting my butt kicked by spiders. Well, I I gained arachnophobia. You know what I'm saying? So like it's like it's great. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's great. Well, Pavati is one of my favorite characters mm. from any game recently. Like there's just something about how she's written, and it's the same with a lot of characters in this, especially her. There's just something so down to earth and like mm-hmm. really realistic about her, and it just works like her character just works and so i was doing a mission okay right i'm gonna say mild spoilers but this is for like the first maybe three four hours of the game yeah because i i I haven't been able to play too much of it yet but um there's there's a mission where you have to go to so you want to land on this place but you have to get like the license or the permit or something to land there. Do you right. know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, pretty yeah. early on. Mm-hmm. And so you have to talk to this woman who's got a safe and she's like, okay, go do this thing. And I was like, well, I don't really want to do that. So I, well, I shot her because oh, wow. you can kill anyone. You can in this kill game. anyone. And I was like, I don't want to do this thing that she wants me to do. I just killed her and then fled. And so that, so I'm not sure if you did it the same way, mm-hmm. but from that it then created a whole new mission where i had to go to this other planet who was basic which which is just infested with these awful creatures and it's impossible to to traverse it because mm. you will die very very quickly so you have to bring it from one side of this planet to the other so it was basically the game punishing me yeah but yeah it, it was so interesting mm-hmm. the way it made me do that and then i picked up this new companion there and she was like, okay, this thing we're doing, you can only three of us here. You're going to have to send one of us back to the ship. And I, the one I sent back, I actually started to miss whilst I was playing. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, wish I, could, I wish I could talk to her now. Yeah. She'd have some insightful things to say right now. <laughs> and so like, I was actually like, this game is making me feel such insane emotions for people that aren't real. Mm-hmm. But then, how, so here's, here's my question I wanted to ask, because the moment it happened in the game, I was I gotta ask Curtis about this. Okay. 
how did you deal with getting rid of Reed? Because the people who live in like the greenhouse or whatever, they have to. Reed wants them to come back to the city so they mm-hmm. can start working again, and they're like, "Okay, we'll do it if Reed isn't there anymore or he stops being in control." Mm-hmm. How did you go about getting rid of him? I actually reasoned with him to leave because usually in my playthroughs, my first playthroughs, I try to be what I try to pick what I would do. And I'm a generally good person. Doesn't matter what Nile says about me. So, <laughs> so <laughs> what I say, I actually reasoned with them. I was like, hey, like they said they will come back. Like if you step down and like, I forgot what made him say okay to that, but it, it had something to do with like, it's, it's for the best for that city, for Edgewater. It's the best for Edgewater if you left and let them do the uh run the mill so he ended up leaving so i didn't i know you can kill him or you can like be like yo dude screw them like turn off all the power yeah okay mm-hmm. How, how'd you do it I you shot, shot him, in his him. Face, didn't you yeah i, I shot him you, yeah. you're you're a That's shoot first guy you um, just you ain't even asking yeah. questions <laughs> well i well, i realized after i did it the second time with the awful planet where i had to just run i was like I'm going to try and stop doing this yeah. with the Reed one. I <laughs> shot him. And what was really interesting is like after I'd cleared the room of all the guards, because Pavati had to help me because otherwise I would have died as well. Yeah. And so she had to kill a bunch of guards in the room as well. And then after she, afterwards she was like, what the hell, man? You've just made me kill my own bot. And it was just, she was so freaked out by it. And I had to talk her through it and be like, look, he was like really rude to your wife. Mm-hmm. And like, sort of, I had to sort of lie to her to be like, I was doing it to help you because he was like rude and abusive and like mentally manipulative. Yeah. And so she was like, okay. And then like, and then you could tell there was tension for a while, and then that tension sort of cleared up. But there was still this sort of edge there, and it's just written so well that it's like, mm-hmm. see, it, it the gave fact that an there was tension. Cause I didn't even yeah. think of that. I thought she would still kind of be, yeah, I, I, you, I. But no, there's there was tension between you two. So like, that's just that's interesting. That's more dialogue that I haven't heard yet that you heard. Yeah. Well, when I, when I'm done with it, I'm 100 percent for a second playthrough mm-hmm. and just seeing how different I can make it. Yeah. Right. Because I reckon I'm only five hours in, and I already feel. Like is quite different to what anyone else would have done. Like, I feel like I've discovered a very rare path. Like, I've got companions that I wouldn't have been able to go to get unless I shot the the woman with the safe. Uh-huh. And that's a thing that I don't think, like, many people are going to do. Because she was an old woman. Yeah. It takes a really messed up person to shoot an old woman because and they you won't did give it. them some safe. And I... I yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and you did it. Yeah, and her mission... I. What did I end up doing? I think I just I just ended up going to the place anyway and just running past all the enemies, I think, because I was like, okay, you're not giving me what I need, so I yeah. should have shot her. But yeah, I <laughs> love the Outer Worlds. Hey, uh, I think uh, you guys can go on the, the Soul Dojo. Hey, did, when, when did I bring out the review? Yesterday, uh, my man Jay edited it, and we got it out to you guys. I gave it to a... Um, I'll let you guys figure out what I gave it. It was positive, but go ahead and check out the review for it. Yeah, 100%. All right, so we're going into <laughs> Death Stranding now. Death Stranding is Kojima's um I have no idea what it is. Uh I don't yeah. I have so many questions to ask you because of course I haven't played it because I've 
I've been playing other things. I've been playing, um, of course, I've been playing The Witcher. I've been playing Outer Worlds. So I didn't didn't really get into Death Stranding. But I know Death Stranding isn't is it is it is it a good game though, Nile? Because we've seen the contradicting reviews of it. We've seen the sixes. We've seen the sevens. And you can kind of give games a leeway, like okay, maybe I need to try it to see if it's for me. But is it a nicheish kind of game, like a kind of game where it's like it's a niche, only some people are gonna like it? Is it a little too tedious in certain areas? Is it a good game generally? Well, uh, yes and no, which I know isn't the answer. Looking point of this is people want to know what it actually is and whether they like it, mm-hmm. but. It brings me to my my like overarching point with this game is you could know someone for 20 years, know every single little detail about them and what goes on inside their head, and you would not be able to predict whether they would like or dislike this game. Mm. I've gone three because it was the whole thing was it was pitched as like a big mystery and like oh what's it gonna be, and so I took that to the 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 extreme, and I ever since that first trailer in 2016. I made it my my job not to look at a trailer, a poster, a screenshot, anything. I avoided everything like the plague because I just wanted to go in completely fresh because I felt like that was the best way to go into it. Yeah. And first of all, I'm so glad that I did that. But second of all, it's just made it just such a weird experience because I don't if I would have seen those trailers, I don't know whether I would have liked. Hmm. Maybe I would have. I don't know, but it's just it's such a confusing game that you can never tell if someone's going to like it. Yeah. So so what I'm going to do, right, I'm going to give my opinion on it, and then I guess we can talk about what it means and then <laughs> the actual intent of the game. Yeah. Okay, well, actually, what I'll do is I'll start off. If, like me, you want to go in completely, I'll leave a timestamp in the description. So... I would recommend going in fresh, but if you really want to know what it is, here's my best attempt at describing it. How the hell am I going to do this? So, right. <laughs> it's a game about rebuilding America, and it's also about balance. Like, physical balance. This is right. So, the, first of all, I'll talk about the story. The story is, your mum is the president, but you hate her. You haven't seen her in, like, 10, 20 years. And then she calls you, her name's Bridget, which people seem to have a problem with um, for some reason. And she's like, oh, hello, son. You're not very nice. Please help us rebuild America. And he's like, I want to do it. And then she dies. And then, so your sister's like, do it for mum. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. So he, so he's very much an anti-hero. He's like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Where he sort of he's knows it's technically right, but he's really against it and he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So it's you, you've you've got to set up almost these like Wi-Fi towers almost that sort of allow all these bases to communicate. And whilst you're doing it, these different people will be like, okay, go pick up this package and bring it here. And so it's definitely it's pretty much all walking from location to location. Yeah. But the the weird thing about it is the first two and a half hours. I'd say it's like 85% cutscene. Oh, God. It's insane. It's like it's like a movie first, game second, but then once you break that two-and-a-half-hour move, um, that two-and-a-half-hour mark, for pretty much... So far, I've played, like... 
And since that point, it's been 100% gameplay, basically. And, like, the occasional cutscene, it, like, it totally flips the percentage, flips the ratio, and it's now 100% gameplay. And some people will find that gameplay insanely tedious. But I mm. think every single mission is creative, and it has a new layer to it. And one thing I didn't know about this game going in is the multiplayer element to it. So the entire game, you're on a multiplayer server, but you can never see any players, basically. So what it is is... You've got to get from a location to a location. Maybe there's something in your way. Maybe you've got to climb up a big thing and you're out of ropes or ladders or whatever. If a player who's playing the game has placed a ladder in that same location, you can use that. It'll appear on your map. There'll be a ladder there and it'll say who's placed it there and it'll come up with their PlayStation username. And so it's like this multiplayer where people can put up signs and ladders and build stuff and you can use that. Mm -hmm. And so I could go on now and I could put a ladder down in a lot. And not only can other people, when playing the game, they can use them, they can, they can actually like it, and I can then go back to that location and see how many likes the object I've put down is. So it's like, it's like they've done social media to the obvious extreme, and it's so, so cool and so interesting the way they've done multiplayer in it and integrated it into the actual world. And it's just so, so cool being like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to get to this location to the other oh, someone else has left a rope here for me that I can just use and I can use to climb this wall. And that's, it's so, so fun and so interesting. But So you're basically helping each other win the game. Yeah. Or, or go through the game. Yeah, it's like great. players helping each other yeah. to make it through. It's mm -hmm. so fun. I love how, how he's done it. But at the same time it's pretty much still walking from location to location. And if mm. you find fetch quests boring, you probably won't enjoy them. But then even I don't really like fetch quests in games and I'm loving this. So even that, I don't know. I really don't know. It might be because it's a different dynamic in a lot of ways. Yeah. Cause I even thought the outer worlds was getting a little fetch questy and I was like, Oh God. And, uh, but this is, this is, like you're a delivery dude, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, with a with a baby. I don't understand that still. <laughs> so what that baby does is there's evil things called like BTs, which I'm. It hasn't been explained what they are yet. I'm mm -hmm. sure that will come at some point. But they're what you see if you scan the region, you'll see these like weird sort of ghost looking like things from the ring, Ooh. and um, but they sort of float in the air, and you can see like the outline but you can detail and so you've got to stealth past them and move really really slowly and so what your baby will do which is actually called a bb in the game so mm -hmm. capital b capital b it will look out for these things these evil things are called bts very easy to get confused with that yeah but it will have it's connected to the sensor thing and the sensor thing will beep and point at where the nearest bt is so you can avoid it so it's sort of like it senses it because Adults, for whatever reason, cannot tell where they are. So your BB will search it for you, and it will use that to sort of keep you safe. And then you can okay. stealth past them, and you can try and make your way through. So, what so, they the, appear so like, the baby is in its, this container. Like, it's still... Yeah. Like, it's not even... Like, it's still... Like it, they're they're it's stillborns, is how yet. it's explained. Yeah. Um, so how it's explained is they're stillborns. And so, like, they've been taken from the mother and put inside... It's basically a simulated womb, mm -hmm. so that's it still thinking. thinks. Yeah, that's that's how they that's how they express. So it's like a simulated womb, 
Now, so I don't know if you're going to be able that, to and answer. that's the only way it can make it through. Okay. I don't know if you can answer this next question, but okay. why a why a baby, though? Like, why why that? Because that's just, you could have something like a, like a, like a dragon ball, uh, 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 a, a dragon radar type thing that can show you that. But, uh, but they chose the most weird thing, like an unborn baby in a simulated wound. Like that's nuts. I'm yeah. I, I, I don't know that yet. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be something explained because there's these weird... every time you're about to do a mission, you'll like plug the sensor into the BB container and it will play this memory that the baby has of Mads Mikkelsen like being like, it's okay, I, I'm your dad or whatever. Um, that's the exact dialogue, by the way. It isn't. Um, <laughs> so it'll be like Mads Mikkelsen going, oh, it's all going to be all right. Don't, don't worry about it. And so my theory is that this, there's some sort of time travel element going to be introduced. Baby hmm. is you because the memories all intertwine. But yeah. then they exp- they've explained it in the game. We like a throwaway line of being like, oh yeah, that's, it, it just confuses your memories with its memories, and it just does this weird thing. But it was too much of a throwaway line for me to be like, oh, okay, that's the actual explanation. Yeah. So I think soon there's going to be some actual reason for it coming about. But so far, I don't know that. All I know is that if you if you fall down like a big drop or you turn too suddenly and almost fall over, the baby will start panicking. So you have to go and you have to like soothe the baby. So what you do is you like you hold the pod and with your controller you like gently bob up and down to sort of like bob the baby up and down and make it calm down. Mm-hmm. But there's no limit on how fast you can move the so right. if you want, you can just really shake it and go for it. You can shake, uh, like, you can shake the baby like, like a Coke so you, can. So oh, my God. Shake, shake it like a maraca. <laughs> <laughs> like that guy in the, the uh, Switch Ring Fit Adventure video. Oh, goodness. Just really, just, yeah. Look at this, guys. Let oh, me shake this baby. Oh, no. wow. <laughs> uh, so I was listening to a podcast and... and um, this guy was talking about, I think it was on Game Informer, and he was just like, the game, dialogue-wise, writing-wise, it, it it's like you're not, you're outside the loop. Like, you don't understand what's going on in the game a lot. Like, because it doesn't explain yeah. out the terms of what they're talking about, right? So did you feel like that when you were playing? I... I don't really feel like that. Mm. Like, I've been playing this, and sometimes I've, like, my attention drifts, and I'm maybe not paying complete attention to it. But even then, I'm still like, okay, I I have, like, a pretty good idea of what's going on here, and I've never really felt like I'm out of the loop on something. And, like, the few times I have, it was, first of all, it was very early on, and it was because I was around a lot of government people who are, like, talking as if I'm not in the room, and it's very intentionally done by the game. And then, like, 15, 20 minutes later, a different character will be like, oh, yeah, this is what that was about. Mm. And, like, so there, there, there's this element of mystery for it for a little bit. Yeah. But then it goes into, like, oh, yeah, this is explained. Because the, the woman's, like, you know, a beach. Like, we need to get to the beach or whatever. Or something like yeah. that, right? So, like, it's, like, I know what he was, he, he used that as an example. He's like, what is that, a spiritual place? Is that heaven? What is that necessarily? Oh, yeah. So, it's either... Yeah, it hasn't really been explained. It's just referred to as the beach. And it's on the coast, so it could either be an actual beast. Uh, beast. Uh, it could be an actual beach, or it could be 
so the beach could be the name of a simulation or it could be a heaven or it could be an afterlife or it could be whatever it has to be I don't know to yet. the first looks of the game because I think you were on a beach in the first trailer yeah well there, there are there's a couple of and whenever whenever you die which uh, I'm I'm going to show off I'm playing on one of the difficulties and I've died in this game once and it was a death that's written into the game so uh, mm. I'm just going to flex that because um, yeah, apparently it's I'm meant so to be good. a difficult game. <laughs> it's meant to be a difficult game, uh, and I've only died once. Get into it, you were meant to die. Uh, so that's just. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to show off, but that's just the thing that I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what you do is like you've got this power where they they literally. It's so good that they've written respawning into the game. So you've got this power. I can't remember what it's called, but you like can reconnect to the world and you come back, and so. It's actually written in, you have this really rare ability mm -hmm. where you can die and come back, basically. And you've got to swim through this weird thing and swim through this big ocean, and then you're on the beach. And but and it's like an actual beach, but I'm not sure if that's a metaphor for the beach yet. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't know. It's probably going to be revealed at the end. Excited to see what the beach is. But I feel like any mystery it sets up, it isn't explaining it poorly. It's done very intentionally to be a mystery. So all the mysteries it sets up are done very intentionally. Mm. And I feel like that's a big part of the game. Mm. There's some mysteries that get, they seem to be explained away too quickly, but I feel like even that's done intentionally so it doesn't ruin the mysteries that will be revealed later. Like the big overarching mystery and it doesn't want to overshadow that with other things. My one major issue with the game would be, and it's not even that I could see it, Especially, especially in the first early parts, it's paced really, really slowly, and it takes a while to get into. And it takes a lot of time. Like it's not a game you can pop into briefly. You have to have like, you have to be able to go. Okay, I've got nothing. Else. You gotta be committed Sit down to and it. play this. Mm. Yeah, you 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 have to like set out a three to four hour chunk to play it. And I've not had too much time recently, so I'm still very early on in it. But um, I'm hoping to finish the Outer Worlds first. And then delve back in on this, and do fit and finish this after. But I'm not sure how. That... Okay. But uh, yeah, so overall, Death Stranding, I would say personally, I'd so far give it either an eight or nine out of ten. Like I'm really enjoying it. Maybe as it goes on, it'd be pushed further towards a ten out of ten. Maybe it could slide down to a six. I don't know. It's it's one of those games where I just have to sort of Gotta see how it plays out. More of it. Yeah. Um. I'd say if you're unsure about this game at all, wait until you can get it secondhand cheap price drop or there's a sale or something. Right. Or maybe even I don't think it'd be too insane for them to do a free demo. Just play like the first 45 minutes because it's a game that you need to play to find. I believe that. But um, yeah, I'd say if you're in doubt, don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't go in for it straight away. Mm. But if you think it's your sort of thing, if you like Hideo Kojima and you like what he's done before, just go for it right. and see how you feel. Right. Yeah, Death Stranding, I'd give it, in real-world rating systems, an 8 or 9 out of 10. In the GCSE rating system, <laughs> I'd four. give it a 4. Yeah. What you does don't that know mean? what that is. Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, who knows? I want to get the guy who invented 
I want to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Just as a guest. We don't have guests on this podcast, but I would have him as a guest. Yeah. Oh, man, that's um, hilarious. We'll, we'll oh, see. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's, should we move on to our main Main thing? topic. Let's jump on it. Let's go. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Pokemon. Jesus Christ. This has been controversial for some time now. And um, so how much of it have you played so far, do you reckon? Uh, I've... Dang, uh, I want to be very specific um i played about maybe two to three hours of it so far maybe yeah but two to three hours right i think we're about the same i've played a two hours 21 but i'm i'm pretty sure you're probably farther than me because i was i've been training on my pokemon a lot like i just been kind of just running around battling crap so okay have you have you reached the first like wild area no Okay, so I'm a bit further ahead of you then. Um, so, right. How do we start on this? So, first of all, address the controversy I feel like we need to do. Okay. It's, people were saying, there was a big hashtag trending last week of thank you Game Freak. It was people saying, oh, the Game Freak is so good. They've done all this. They've been really honest with us. This week's trending was hashtag Game Freak lied. Oh, goodness. Because... There was the whole thing of them saying the reason that not every Pokemon was in it is because they had to update all the models and it was taking time. Mm-hmm. And then this week it was revealed that that is not the case because most of the models are the same as they have been previously. Uh, and animations are reused. Uh, and all of that. And people were like, oh, so they lied to us. There's no valid reason for all of the Pokemon not being in this game. But I would say that that has... It, it it sucks, but it's not really impacted my enjoyment of the game. Mm-hmm. I've been very public on this channel of me not liking Pokemon so much, but I have genuinely been enjoying this quite a lot. There are issues mm-hmm. which we will touch upon, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying this a lot. But what are you? What are your thoughts on? I I gotta agree on basically everything. I am so far. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I didn't get Sobble because Sobble's a uh, final. F- uh, evolution i didn't i didn't i didn't really like i was like well, it looks like gex the gecko and if you're I an older actually seen yeah i haven't actually seen any of the uh starter evolutions okay. yet i've tried to see them all. okay I'm, i just I'm didn't like right i just didn't like sobble so I, I ended up going with score bunny which i like score bunny a lot uh yeah I, I like it and um i got I... Um, should I go? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I got uh, I got rookie. We've done D. that a lot this podcast. We, we have, we have. We're just so excited about Pokemon. Uh, I ro- I got rookie D, which is the um, which which is the Pokemon that's gonna turn into Corviknight. And I think Corviknight is an awesome freaking po- uh bird bird Pokemon. I'm so hype about it. I'm so hype about that bird Pokemon. And um, yeah. Um, it, I I had an issue with the dialogue at first because I was like. What is going on? I saw this, yeah. Yeah, I was like, it, it seemed. What are, did they not go through this and through the translation <laughs> phase? Like they did, but no, it's because it's a. It's supposed to be like a more British style region. So yes, it's like it's like Pokemon Britain. Yeah, yeah. So I just 
as an American, I just didn't get it. Like, it's just like, no, if you're going to translate stuff to England, it needs to, I'm um, English, it needs to be American. <laughs> so, it, it's full of British slang that I thought oh was God. like, but turns out things like she'll go spare and um, your pants. Oh, like, your pants. I was like, what? Yeah. The, what? Your, your, your pants are directions. I thought that was universal. Like, I didn't know no. that these things were regional. No, your pants. Like what? It you're means crap. You, 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 you're crap. You're rubbish. You're out. No good. Your pants. Like they don't. Like what's wrong with pants? That's, that's, that's what is. I like pants. They're just. Yeah, but they're not. They're not anything special, are they? I look and here in America, people buy designer <laughs> jeans. I'm pretty sure they do it over well, there. Also, in the UK, buy pants. It's underwear. Like that's. Oh. 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 That makes more sense. Yeah, so it's like, oh, they're, they're, they're no good. Get them out. No, yeah. no, not get them out. No. Uh, <laughs> but like... <laughs> no! Oh my but, god. Um, no, it, it, yeah, here in America, they're draws. What? They're draws. That's awful. <laughs> that's aw- That's the worst. Oh my god. Your draws, man. That's that's horrific. So, moving past whatever that is, <laughs> I also started with Score Bunny, um, okay. and immediately, re- I wish I went with Grookey. I really do. Grookey's probably the best one. Grookey is probably the best looking character. Like he, he really is. He's more unique. He's a good Pokemon. What I, like. what I figured out I can do though is be Switch and a Switch Lite. I could start up a new game on the other console, mm. go with Grookey, and then trade him over to the new console Ooh, and like get get all of them. Yeah. And then I could probably end up with all of the starters. But um, so um, I'll tell you the Pokemon I've caught so far. Okay. Uh, I got Score Bunny. I got Blip Bug. I got Rookie D, who obviously turned Corviknight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Squover. I've got Nicky. I've got Zigzagoon. I've got Wooloo, I've got Cedar, I've got Tutel, I've got per- Purloin, I've got Yamper, I've got Electrike, I've got Meowth. Wow. So th- th- those are all the ones I've got at the moment. Mm. That's uh, 12, I believe. And I'm I'm very, very excited to... I'm gonna. I'm not going to try and get the full Pokédex because it's going to take way too long, but I'm very excited to, to see how much of an arsenal I can build up and uh, see, see where it goes because I, I, I do want... But I, my issue with Pokemon is I seem to get bored of it quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get so far in and I'll be like, okay, I get it. I'm, it's Pokemon battles and stuff. It is a lot of Pokemon battling, but I, I'm so driven by like having an amazing squad and getting them all to a hundred before I hit any Elite Four thing. So I'm like, oh yeah, and 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 plus like the ma- Leon is so. He loves himself to death that it's like, yeah, I'm undefeated. Dude, I'm about to destroy yeah. your whole career he here in about another he 30 mentions hours. It, he mentions it every single yeah. time. I'm like not um, even interested. I'm like, dude, I'm going to tear <laughs> your tail up. I'm going to, dude, I'm going to take you out like so easily. I can't wait to see him cry. He's with like the, um, what does he give you? He gives you his, um, his recommendation or whatever. And it's like, yeah. he's like, oh, well, you guys going to battle for it. 
then he gives you, and it's like I take I take your brother completely out. Like he doesn't hate. <laughs> like I have two Pokemon. He has three. I took all of them out. Like just with switching them both out. Like you didn't even get my Pokemon halfway down. Like I completely dominated you in this poker <laughs> battle, and we both get your letter of recommendation. Come on, dude. Because also the the brother's clearly no good. Yeah. But like the the issue. This is one of my criticisms of the game. I'm two and a half hours in, and I still feel like I'm in the tutorial, mostly because of hot. Because I can't go three steps without him being there, being like, did you know that you can catch Pokemon in this game? Like, if I'm two and a half hours into a Pokemon game, and I haven't figured out that I can catch Pokemon, mm-hmm. I don't think there's hope for me left. Yeah. Like, if you're at that point, stop playing the game. Like, And, and I think you can, even though they do force it on you, there, there is some tutorials you can't skip, but like, yeah, I know how to catch Pokemon, I know how to do this and do that. There is yeah, some that I've noticed. But yeah, like, you can't, kind of walk around without hop just kind of being like hey we're going to here and here it's like dude you said you were leaving so leave yeah <laughs> i'll race you here but i'll i'll wait every three steps so i can tell you about this thing you already know i'll race you here but we're not really racing you just kind of disappear because that's just how the game works yeah it doesn't give you a chance to even beat him i hope at one point later in the game beat him somewhere and he starts crying you just want people to cry I want to just. I, I wish Pokemon had guns. I really do. Oh my goodness. Oh <laughs> um, my. Um, there wouldn't be too much use for Pokemon at that point. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm enjoying it so far. I can't wait to get into the Pokemon camps and get deep into that and and check out the 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 wild um the wild uh area and and see how good that is. Well, I just got to the first wild area, and um, it's people were saying, "Oh, the trees look no good." And I was like, get over yourself. It's a tree. <laughs> but I'm playing it. It is a PS2 tree. Like it's. Oh, and it Lord. sort of ruins the. But it's like, because it's in a high res. But like, it sort of ruins it a little bit. I don't think. It's. And that's, that, that's another one of my criticisms with it. The game doesn't seem polished. And I. I kind of wish they'd stop doing a Pokemon game every single year mm-hmm. and just maybe take two years on one. And just I would much rather have waited two, three years for this game, had all the Pokemon, and had a decent-looking tree. Like, that's all I want. I'm not asking for too much here. You go up to a tree in Red Dead 2, and you could be like, Dave, yeah, that's a tree. You look at it in this, and you're like, that's a picture of a tree. So what's the deal? I'm tired. But um, <laughs> I just, it, it feels unpolished and it feels rushed. And I just, the animations look janky. Mm. The models haven't been updated. So technically, in terms of the graphics and the coding, it's not as good as it could be. But in terms of the amount of fun I'm having, I'm, I'm having playing it. I'm really enjoying it. And there's an element of me that can sort of put all the graphics and stuff aside and be like, this is just what this game is. I can enjoy it for yeah. what it is. Yeah. But at the same time, it's annoying when it's the first mainline Pokemon game that's been developed ground up for a, a, a home. And I feel like I've just plugged my 3DS into a TV. Wow. That's probably the big issue with it for yeah, me. Yeah, and even because I, I play it on T- I'm playing it on TV and there there is a lot of it's not it's it's not i don't know if it's i don't know if the word is optimized right or um 
or it, it just looks a little shady a little bit and i think i would it would look yeah. better on handheld but there is a lot of pop in a lot of people like people will pop in kind of out of nowhere um and draw distance wise you can't really see people from too far out so i don't know what the game is trying to justify for i don't know i don't know what it's try- like i don't know if the colors are just too much and they have to kind of sway for it to kind of make it make the colors pop more i don't i don't know it's a development issue and i think yeah I, i'm not playing this game for the power or for the for the um What's the word I keep forgetting for the um I really just lost my train of thought with that word. <laughs> and it's like the it's just, it would be the third time I said it for the for the for the for the power or how it runs, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. The performance. Um, yeah, performance. I keep missing out on that on that word. I don't get it. But yeah, <laughs> or for the performance. So I'm like, look, it's Pokemon. As long as, as long as it's Poke Battles and, and and my favorite Pokemon, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm enjoying it. So yeah, I, I definitely am enjoying it. It feels like something new enough for Pokemon for it to be deemed a step up. Yeah. But at the same time, I just wish it was a bit different. I just I really wish they'd done more, mm-hmm. maybe taken a bit more time. Because it feels like every single year they try and get the Pokemon game out for November. And this this year they also made Town or Little Town Hero at the same time. Mm. And so oh, it could yeah, have benefited right. with a bit more room to breathe and it mm. definitely doesn't feel like it got all the attention it deserved mm. I, I i can do i agree with that statement it's not that i disagree i think that's just a good i think that's a good accusation i think that's a really good thing to say because that that could be true yeah so i'm not saying it's bad i'm saying Okay, right. If we if we would have done this podcast yesterday, I would have said it's fine. Then I played it for a bit more today, and I'm now saying it's good. So that's good. Maybe 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 in two weeks, we'll be back here again, and I'll be going. It's great. I love it. And it could even be maybe pushing a game of the year for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet, but we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll, we'll see what's up. I think with Pokemon, you've always got to give it a bit of time. Yeah, and so I'm just. Again, we're, we're we're both only like two, three hours in, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll see where we end up. I'm definitely I definitely want to train my team a bit more. Definitely try and focus on rather than just catching bulk Pokemon and just trying to get as many as possible. Really trying to power up the party that I have at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that annoyed me in the first like two and a half hours, you cannot. So you, so you're putting Pokemon in boxes now. And then you can swap them to your party. But you cannot do that until you've reached a certain point in the game. Mm. So if you put a Pokemon in your party, swap one out and put it in a box, you cannot then get that Pokemon out of the box and put it in your party. Yeah. So about halfway through, I accidentally clicked too fast and sent Score Bunny to a box, who's my main yeah. uh, and, my, and my partner Pokemon, and put in a Pokemon that's no good in. Goodness. And so... I was stuck for like half the game just going through with like a pretty weak Pokemon as my primary and I couldn't change it until a certain point in this game where I was like, now you can do this thing that's a staple of the Pokemon series. Isn't that fun? And it's <laughs> like, uh, okay, thanks, I guess. I would have yeah. just preferred to have been able to do this from the beginning. Oh, man, that's crazy. 
my biggest gripe right now is does and it's a it's a dumb one is in the beginning you couldn't at least change your basic um you couldn't customize your character basic like uh, on a basic level like um hair yeah skin color yeah um even though it gives you certain templates it's like yeah mm, it would be great to at least do the eyes and stuff like that you can do that later but then you have to pay money for it so it's like oh you mm. gave me my first one for free it boots up and it's like it gives you eight different options it's like yeah pick one of these that looks most like you and i'm like look like me so cheers it, uh, they all have the same haircut for men and female it's like dude a black yeah. dude's not gonna have that kind of hairstyle yeah what do japanese people think they're doing you guys seen kobe <laughs> have you done much customization so far because i've i went in i had about thirty thousand coins and mm. i just i blew all of them on customizing my character because look I, I've, I've went i haven't bought anything but i went through a lot of the clothes and it's amazing it's great because it's you have you have outer you have the outer uh sweaters you can have you can and you can tell the gala region is a little bit more colder kind of like how the uk usually is because of global warming there's yeah. another political joke but um <laughs> it's, it's usually you could tell it's a windy place a little bit colder and you could tell by the by the clothes they wear that you have that you have the outer clothing then you have the inner clothing you can change there's usually more pants uh you guys are having you, you guys have like penny loafers <laughs> like i'm not saying you guys is in that i'm not trying to say that but um Curtis is being racist. Guys. No, 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 absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> but but that, that that's something that being from the UK, you thought the translation was no good, and it's just because of the slang. I didn't notice that people are wearing warmer clothes because I live in the UK, and that's just how we yeah. seem to dress all mm -hmm. the time. And so it, it's so cool. This is why we do this. We have an American car, an American guy. And a British guy, yeah, and we can talk about these things and have like different views on them views, from different points in the world. Yeah, that's true. And it's that, that's something really, really interesting. And what we've—that's basically what we set out to do with this podcast, bringing overseas audiences together. I did a tweet recently from the We Talk account, which you can follow at We underscore Talk on Twitter, where we've got like twenty percent of our listeners are from Mexico, fifteen are from the United States. We've got a bunch in the UK. Weirdly, a fair amount in Malaysia, which wow. surprised me. So if you're listening in Malaysia or Mecca or any of the countries that we wouldn't expect, I mean, we wouldn't expect any of the countries, but like one of the, the ones that is basically isn't the States or the UK, mm -hmm. let us know because that's really interesting to us and we absolutely yeah. love that. That's, that's, that's um, nuts. Malaysia, that's just, that's crazy. And we, we yeah. enjoy all of our fans. I mean, it's, it's awesome that we have you guys all over the world and stuff like that. But, but yeah, it, where I live in America, it's usually this year's different but any other year we don't put on jackets until about december because it's yeah. it's hot it's literally hot all the way till about december 13th so this year's been different we've been actually um it, it's it's cold as balls today it's really cold today and um yeah I, we've been putting on jackets since the end of october so it's like it's kind of different now but I know in the UK, you guys had like, you guys were having heat stroke. It was pretty hot. Yeah. Well, I went to a football match today mm. and um, it's going dark at like half four now. And yeah. the match didn't finish till like five. And so by the end, like me and my mates, we were all like freezing cold. And all I was wearing was like a t-shirt 
and a denim jacket, which like it's a jacket, but it's not too thick. Yeah. So I was like freezing. I had to use a burger to warm myself up. Oh my Just like goodness. slowly eating it. Oh but, um, my goodness, that is that is nuts. But yeah, uh, customization wise, I'm really impressed with how deep it is. Uh, there's beanies, hats. Hopefully, when you go to different places, there is different clothing. There's more clothing because that would that'd be awesome. That'd be it'd be really cool. Well, you know me. I, I'm praying that there's some denim jackets thrown in there at some point. Wait, wait, Hop has a denim jacket, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, can 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 I can I can I buy that? Can I buy that? <laughs> but um, yeah. So overall, I'm really liking Sword of Shield. Definitely issues with it. <gasps> yeah. So overall, yeah, loving po- liking Pokemon. Not loving it, but liking it so far. It's Pokemon. It's yeah. That, I think that's the best way you can summarize it. It's Pokemon. I feel like I'm someone who doesn't really enjoy Pokemon. But I think that kind of does say a lot about it. But at the same time, there are definitely issues with it. But that's just how it goes. But um, is. I reckon that's time to wrap up this episode of the We Talk because this has gone on for a while. Mm-hmm. Two hours. Um, I, two hours. That's another two hour one. Yeah. Um, that's insane. We talked a lot about Pokemon, Death Stranding, all of that sort of stuff. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the We Talk podcast. You can find us on the socials at we underscore talk. Uh, you can ask us questions by tweeting your question followed by hashtag we talk pod. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, I'm Dr. Nintendo. You can also find me on Twitter at the Nile Edwards and Instagram Nile underscore Edwards. Uh, over to you, Curtis. What do you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, of course, Curtis Russell with the Soul Dojo. Uh, you guys can find our channel on the Soul Dojo on YouTube. Uh, my Twitter is Cali from the Dojo, and yeah, we we just love doing this stuff, and uh, it's crazy that we have so many people listening. And we didn't really think that we were gonna get this far with this podcast, but we we love doing it. And I guess we're doubling it up now. We're doing two a yeah. month because. Now I was trying to work me like a like a slave horse, but yeah, it's sorry. Nah, it's, it's cool. It's cool though. So yeah, thank you guys for for listening and and coming back. And we're gonna check you guys soon, man. So get ready for another great podcast very soon. Also, Curtis, you've got music that I just want to shout. So I just want to put that out there. Listen to Curtis's thank music. Thank you. Thank you. It's real good. Thank I'll you. leave links in the description to that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So right, that that's it then. I hope you enjoyed this. It's half four in the morning here in the UK. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. So we will see you in a bit. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Talk Podcast. We'll see you in two weeks. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Also, also just right at the end here, shout out to my Uncle Keith. This one's dedicated to you, man. Oh, yeah. Right up there. See you in a bit. R.I.P. Peace, guys. Bye.